this thing. Here we, get, here we go again. Shepherds are so cute. Shepherds were the bottom of society. They held the entry-level jobs. Those are the jobs they give to teenagers. And they would live out there, and it was not, you know, you know, David was a shepherd. We think that's cute. But David was the last son. He was the son that wasn't going to inherit anything. He gets thrown out in the field. The rest of the boys are there at home. Being a shepherd was not the kind of occupation you, you didn't grow up saying, I want to be a shepherd. That's like your kid said, when I grow up, I want to, I want to clean streets. I want to clean out barns. I mean, no, that's, that's, not, that's not the kind of job you aspire to, but that's the people the angels appear to. And that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of, a lot of blessing because, <laughs> glory to God, the Lord seems to like to appear to people that no one else will give the time of day. The Lord likes to show up for people that have been abandoned by everybody else. The Lord likes to show up for people that have been left behind and nobody even cares that they're out there unless they mess up. Come on. And the angels chose to come to the very bottom of society and let those at the bottom know that Jesus has been born. The Messiah is here. And we just thought we would let you know. That's a powerful, powerful thought. Amen. But the two words God gave me are in that verse that says, and the shepherds were all, or were watching over their fields at night. I mean, why even mention that? Why is it important to throw that in? At night. Wouldn't it make more sense to come about noon? Huh? While they're having their lunch, they can just part the room. That's an angel. You can see better. <laughs> Everybody's awake. At night, there might have been one just, you know, watching for wolves. Everyone, everyone's asleep. Everyone's kind of out of it. Nighttime is not the time for miracles and births and wonders. You know, it's, it's night. Has anyone ever been through night? You know what I'm talking about. There are times in our lives that we would label night. This is a dark time in my life. This is a dark time in my life. And the angels chose to come to the bottom of society and they decided to come at night. These are people who have no future. They will probably be shepherds their whole lives. They've been forgotten, neglected. But you know what? They were raised, this is interesting, those shepherds were within just a few miles, a few miles of Jerusalem and the temple. They were probably raising the sheep that they used in the temple to sacrifice. <laughs> Maybe that's another reason he appeared to him. God has a soft spot for people that are at night in their lives. You know, Job, you remember Job? 
some of you feel like Job. Job makes this mention in his in his all his talks. He says, he says God sometimes works from His left hand. And working from the, now we know about the right hand, right? The Bible talks about the right hand of power. The right hand is symbolic of power and authority. When God commands a blessing, He uses His right hand and says, Boom, be blessed, and you are. When God uses His right hand, demons, demons just have to go back and they have to quit. Again, sometimes God works from his left hand, and the left hand, and I take personal, um, I take this kind of personally, but the left hand is always symbolic of the weak side. Now, I don't know that God really has a weak side, but it's symbolic that God can work even from his left hand. I remember, I remember old Russ Limbaugh used to say, I said, I, I, said, I, I got half my brain tied behind my back. And if you ever want to do this, he's dead. But anyway, God can do more with both hands tied behind his back than anything we can do. But sometimes God works from the left side. What that means is he works from the weak side. What that means is he can do more at night when it's darkest. Sometimes God has to take you through something to get you somewhere. Sometimes God has to work through a lot of negativity. Sometimes sometimes you have to go through some really rough trials. And sometimes it seems like you're failing. Like I said, like I said a little while ago, that sometimes it seems like we're losing the battle. But sometimes God has to let you lose so he can use it to help you win. And we wish it weren't that way. We wish it didn't have to be that way. But God, like Joseph said, God will take, hallelujah, you thought it was for evil, but God meant it for good. God meant what would be. Some bad might be happening to you, but he means it for good. I don't know why God has to work that way, but sometimes he has to work from the left side to get you to where you need to be. Give God praise if you know what I'm talking about. If y'all help me, this might be a short message. Of course, if you help me, I might get excited and it might be a long message. I like what Paul says, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Sometimes God has to get you to the place where you know you can't do it, you're not going to be able to do it, you don't see any way it's going to happen, and that's when he shows up. He seems stronger in the night seasons. How many times in Scripture, and I, I started looking and thinking, and there's a lot of them, and we don't have time to get through them all, but there's a lot of times that Jesus ministered, or in the Old Testament, I remember when, when Jacob was in the wilderness and he had that dream. God showed up at night. Showed up in his dreams at night. And when he woke up, he said, he called it Bethel. He called that place, that abandoned, neglected place where the only pillow he had was a rock. When, you, when you're sleeping on rocks, you're, you're out there. You're in the night. 
and he, and he said, he said, this is the house of God. He said, this is the house, this is the place of God. God was here, and I didn't know it. There's sometimes God brings you to places you don't expect Him to be there. You don't see how He's going to show up. But just all of a sudden, ta-da, there He is, amen. And He shows up in the night season. And Jacob says, I'm going to build an altar here and call this neglected wilderness the house of God. Glory to God. Jesus walked on the water at night. They thought He was a ghost. It's nighttime. It's stormy. Here he comes, walking on the water. Can you picture that? Would that not freak you out? If we went fishing, guys, and I got out of the boat, walked on the water, would that not freak you out? You'd start believing what I say. Now he walks on water. <laughs> You know, whenever it's talking about Jesus praying, he's usually praying at night. He ministered during the day, but he prayed at night. Oh, <laughs> Amen. Things might be happening in your world during the daytime, but at night when you're all alone, at night when it's cold and lonely, at night where nothing's working out, that's when Jesus is on the throne, uh, interceding for you in the night hours. Jesus said, be careful, because the bridegroom is coming at night. Ooh, what does that mean? It's going to be nighttime when the rapture occurs. How many will be asleep? Well, if the rapture occurs, y'all can fight amongst yourselves who's going to pastor this church because I'm gone. And hopefully all of you will be gone. Amen. Have y'all been doing your rapture practice? See you like if you know what I'm doing, you know what that is. If you're new to the church, you're well, perhaps you're probably going to be getting on this. What do you say if you do that? Well, I hope you're not here to see it. I hope you come up there with me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't it interesting that Nicodemus came to Jesus at night? He was the first Nick at night. Look at Gloria. If you don't have your children, your grandchildren, you don't know what I'm talking about. They threw the, they threw the disciples in jail. But they escaped at Acts chapter 5. Let, let's look at this. Acts chapter 5, verse 17. Then the high priest rose up, and this is what A.D. was trying And all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees. By the way, the Sadducees were different than the Pharisees. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection, which is why they're Sadducees. as you, they were filled with indignation, and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison, the common prison, where all the regular lowlifes go. But 
But when there's that at night, I mean, what's the point? The Bible keeps up. Jesus prayed at night. And at night, Jesus walked on the wall. It seems like if, if it's at night, the Bible always points it out. Wants you to know how dark it is. Mm-hmm. But at night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, brought them out, and said, Go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life so they can arrest you again. Next verse. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with him came and called the council together with all the elders and the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. Now bring these guys out and talk to them. And when the officers came and did not find them in the prison, they returned and reported, saying, Indeed, we found the prison shut securely, the guards standing outside before the doors, that when we opened them, we found no one inside. He brought He brought them out but kept the doors locked. He brought them out and the guards didn't know it. I don't know how he pulled that off. Hallelujah. But God can bring you out of the impossible and God can bring you out and, and the enemy not even know you're gone. Woo! What a great story. Hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. And, and, and what about Paul and Silas? You remember the story, Acts chapter 16? How many times have I preached on this? Acts chapter 16, verse 25. But, at, oh, now we're getting real specific. At the darkest part of the day, at the darkest, at the worst time, Remember back then, people generally went to bed when it got dark. Because their lights weren't working. They were having an oil crisis here. No, they they didn't have it. There's no sense being up in the dark because there are no lights. Cities would just go black. But at midnight, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the trial, when it's darkest, hallelujah, when things are definitely at their worst, at midnight, woo, Paul and Silas were complaining that they were in the jail. They were questioning like, God, I'm Paul. Why am I in jail? The other Christians are running free. How am I supposed to minister to people in the jailhouse? No, that's not. No, he's praying and singing. Praying and singing. We don't know what he's singing. Amazing Grace wasn't written then. We don't know what he's singing. Probably one of the Psalms. Probably Psalms 91. Oh, Lord, that's going there. Singing hymns to God and 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 and, and, this is great. and the prisoners were listening. Now that's the key you need to re- think about it for a minute because when they first started singing, it doesn't say God heard them, but it said the prisoners heard them. When you first start singing, maybe maybe you're not quite there, you're not quite feeling it, but you're singing anyway. But other people will hear you sing. Nothing happened, but they heard them sing. 
Even when nothing's happening, you need to be singing so those around you can hear you singing and not complaining. You just need to get a song in your spirit, whether you're feeling it or not, whether God's responding or not, whether you see an answer coming or not. Amen. They weren't singing because they felt that something was coming. They just sang because they loved the Lord. They say because God is good even in the jailhouse. The way things are going, you may be visiting me soon in the jailhouse. You know, this new law they passed, it, it is possible that they, you know, it's in the fine print, we'll see what happens with this, but it is possible that they could enforce this thing about you have to, if, if a gay couple want to get married, you have to do it. And if you don't, well, it will be against the law. Which means if we don't do it, I go to jail. Not you, me. Thank you. But they were praying and singing. And the prisoners, they weren't singing. But they were listening. People aren't always with you, but they'll hear you. They, they, they don't always agree with you, but they're listening to you. That's why you don't you don't need to be a Bible thumper, hit them over the head with the family Bible and say, you know, but you, you do need to have a song in your heart. You do need to have a praise on your lips. You do need to know how to praise him. Just praise him around the water cooler while everyone else is griping and complaining. We're smiling and giving God glory and praise. Let him ask the question, what is wrong with you? Ah, I'll tell you what's right with me, Jesus. Let him hear you sing. And then suddenly, what happened, preacher? I'll tell you what happened. They were singing. And sing, and suddenly they got in the right key. All of a sudden they said, Let's try this key. Let's try this key. And Paul and Silas began to sing, and all of a sudden they got in the right key. I don't know enough about keys to know which one it would be. If it had a number, it'd be seven. That's all I know. Is there a key of seven? I think so. They hit the right key. It was the same. They found the same song heaven was singing. The angel suddenly, what, what, what was that? The angel suddenly heard them singing down there on earth. The same song they were singing in heaven. My Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And they sang the same song. The God in harmony with heaven. And when you get in harmony, you get in the spirit. You're going to get a suddenly, a suddenly at midnight. There was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, I love this, when you get your suddenly, it always leads to an immediately. 
all the doors to all the doors. All the Some of you, if you get free, everyone around you would get free. Some of you, if you would just start realizing, instead of complaining about your family, if you would just start loving them and get free, they might all get free. You wonder how they're going to get saved? Why don't you start acting right? Well, um, Are you with me? Are you with me? There was an earthquake. All the doors were open. And watch this. Everyone's. I, I just believe if we can get to the place where we're in sync and harmony with heaven, We'll start winning the loss. Everyone around us, their chains will just start dropping off, and they'll be able to say, Yes, Lord. You, you know the story. They're, they're all released. By the way, it says the foundation shook the foundation of the. Why is that important? Because they were never able to use that prison again. He didn't just open the doors, he broke them. He didn't just open the prison. He broke the foundation of the prison so they can't ever put anybody in there again. It became just a museum piece. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Broke the very foundations of the prison. There's the shepherds dancing with the angels. Give me a service where you actually see the angels dancing on these buildings. It'd be one great color. Y'all be like, hey, Lord. One man said, he said, we're coming to town, we're coming into a season where people aren't going to fall backwards, they're going to fall forwards. Not just receiving, but worshiping. There they are dancing in the middle of the night. Shepherds that everyone else has written off as useless got to see the angels You said that loud. You told the whole time and This is why you don't talk back to me. You just mess me up. Now, are you hearing what I'm saying? He was healed in the daytime, but it was night for him. Some of us walk in complete darkness in the middle of the day. Sometimes you're around people that are celebrating because they're in the light. But you feel like you're in the dark. Ever been there? Ever been to a worship service where everyone's shouting and running and you're still feeling chained up? 
you still feel like you're in the dark. God's blessing everybody else, but where's my blessing? That's why Bartimaeus, though he was in the dark, cried out, Jesus. Jesus. They tried to shut him up, and he just cried all the louder. Sometimes common sense is the enemy of faith. Because somebody with common sense will tell you to shut up. Somebody with common sense will tell you God's never going to do that. Somebody with common sense will tell you that's never going to happen. You're wasting your time. Someone's always trying to shut you up. But I'm here to tell you when they say shut up, you need to shout all the louder. Jesus! Even the disciples tried to shut him up until Jesus says, bring him here. And they're like, come on, get out of the way. Get this Put this man through. You hear what I'm saying? The Lord's about to bring it. Let's go into this Christmas season. Whatever you need today, whatever your situation today, it's time to come out of the dark and live in the light. You say, well, I'm saved. I know you're saved. How many know saved people? There were saved people in the prison. All the sailors were saved people. Come on. There were saved people full of the Holy Ghost and power. There's no record of them asking to be released. There's only a record that they praised him. Sometimes you don't have to ask God for anything. Just, just, just praise Him in the dark and watch Him turn the light on and bring you out of that dark place. Would you stay with me? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you need prayer, feel, feel free to come up. But here's what we're going to do. I just want to pray a blessing over you as Father of this house. Y'all follow what I'm saying? I mean, if you look at your pastor that way, but that's kind of the way it is, isn't it? And, and so as we just... And, and there's that prayer. Remember when Abraham put his... Of his son, and his son blessed him. Remember when Jacob put his hand on his sons and blessed them. When, 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 when Joseph put his hands on Ephraim and Manasseh and blessed them. There's just something about a father's blessing that no one else can give you. And that's not saying I'm all that, it just means I'm in a position to do it. But God will use me that way. Praise God. And I want to tell you this too. There are angels present in this service. They're dancing. They're celebrating. 
They're, they're still excited about Jesus. They don't care about running to the mall. They don't care about shopping. They don't care about making sure that they get even with the gifts. They're just excited that we're remembering his birth again. It was a strange way. Hello. It was a strange way to save the world. But it's the way he chose. It's the way he did it. We've got to keep Christ in Christmas. Because it's all about him. Let there be an angel at every table. Let there be an angel on both sides of every row. And let those angels be ministers. Ministers. That's what the Bible calls them. Ministers of your grace. Let there be fire. Let there be healing. Let there be holiness. This, this may be a difficult Christmas for some. Let there be comfort. Let there be consolation. He's never lost. My battle. Can I get like three people behind each one of these that are standing here? Could you come quickly? Just if you're a prayer warrior, come on. If you're one of our 40 prayer warriors, get up here. Get, get, let's get three people. Up in the Life and death in the tunnel. He's never lost. Come on, ask for three. Come on, come on. Who are you, great mountain? Please don't leave. I want to pray for this congregation. He has never lost. A battle. Hey! Oh, Lord! Hey, the other Listen to the sound. Oh. 
touch your mom. Touch your mom. It's never long. Thank you, Lord. Yes, make a way where there is no way. Make a way where there is no way. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Oh, Lord, he's in the house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, children, guys, for coming up here. Parents, can you join your kids? Teenagers, would you come up as well? All the kids and their families, grandparents. You know what? I've been here so long. There are families where I've pastored five generations. I'm really old. The oldest one was really old when I came. Would you just get near someone out there? Don't leave anyone standing alone. Or even as a couple, just kind of get together. Let's pray first and then I'm going to get to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we set man to follow the house, this season, all this coming year, we place a blessing upon every home. Let every head of every house apply the blood over the doors, over the windows. Let every home, every family be an embassy of heaven, a place on earth that represents heaven and all of heaven's authority. Let every home be the kingdom of God, where God rules. Father, bless every household with peace. Bless every household with healing. Bless every home with wholeness. Fill every home with joy. God put a song in every heart and every home around every heart that each member that doesn't know you might hear the glad tidings might know that though their lives are at night, the angels are about to break out in song. The angels are about to dance. Holy Spirit, rest upon us this season. Let us always remember, you are the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. We sing the song of songs in the Holy of Holies. And we bless you. 
in Jesus' name. Stretch forth your hand upon the families. This is the way I feel today. I know you have families as well. Just stretch forth your hand. Let's be family right now. Just won't take very long. I just, just, just want to know everything. I just want every child to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. I want them to know I love them. I want them to know that they have a future. They have an inheritance. And God's going to bless them. And just help me pray for just a few minutes. Be good to each other. God bless you. Someone's coming to dismiss you in prayer. Somebody with a back. Out there here, there's a message. You can see two things have happened here. Jesus being born as a Savior. And later on in his life, he would be the shepherd of Israel. Savior and shepherd. 
his people. So we should just give him a break. Can we give him a break and tell him thank you, Lord, for everything that he does? Thank you for salvation. Thank you for healing his mercy. Thank you for everything.